This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Hey, before we get into this next conversation, we all need to come to grips with a very uncomfortable truth. 1999 was 20 years ago. Now, I know there's a lot of denial about that. That can't be true. It is. And we need to accept it. So, with that said, are we celebrating, are we marking now the 20th anniversary of perhaps the greatest year in cinema? It's an interesting question because, you know, there are a lot of lists of the greatest movies of all time. And we all have our favorite movies, our top five. But to rank a year, that's a little more challenging. What's the criteria for what makes a good year? I mean, Goodfellas came out in 1990. One of my favorite movies. Does that make 1990 a great year? Well, not necessarily, obviously. So what's the case for 1999? The Toronto International Film Festival is marking this anniversary, celebrating the year 1999. They're going to be screening, in fact, uh, a lot of classic movies from that year. And we'll go through the list because it's not we don't always associate years with movies, unless it's something really obvious. But it was quite a, a diverse year in 1999. You know, nowadays, and hey, hey, look, I'm a big fan of Marvel, big fan of the superhero movies. Those are certainly dominating these days. There's a lot of reboots and sequels these days. I think certainly what 1999 has going for it is the diversity, the originality of a lot of these movies. All right, joining us more is uh, Brad Dean, uh, Senior Manager with the Toronto International Film Festival. Brad, thanks for joining us. You're welcome to the program. Thank you for having me on. Uh, more, by the way, at TIFF.net, uh, if people are inclined to read more, maybe if folks uh, might happen to be in Toronto. But uh, So let's talk about 1999 and why, from uh, the Toronto International Film Festival's perspective, this is a, a year worth celebrating. Well, you know, we were just, uh, it doesn't happen to us very often, actually, where we think of a year. I think you're right about that. Um, and for some reason, it just kind of hit us one day, and we we're like, oh, my God, 1999 is 20 years ago. Uh, and we started thinking about the films from that year that we liked, and we started like, you know, rhyming them off. All of these great films, and and you know, especially today, we can't think of too many recent years where there have been so many extraordinary films, both from from Hollywood art house filmmakers and international filmmakers too. Right. I think if you were ranking the greatest movies of all time, you might not necessarily have a lot of entries from 1999 on your list. But I, I think to me that the challenge is. If you go into any given year, how difficult is it for you to make a top five or a top ten? How, how tough is that decision? How many good movies do you have to leave out in order to get your top five or your top ten? I think if you're looking at it that way, that's a strong case for 1999. 
Yeah, I mean that's it. And even in our series, we couldn't include everything that we wanted. We wanted to fit in. You know, we only had so much space. But you know, it was just really overflowing, and it was just across the board and kind of everywhere you looked. It was just you know, great film after great film. And 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 it was also the, the films were very different too uh, in that period. You know, it was the millennium. Um, you know, Hollywood was making a very different kind of film at that point. They, they were giving you know money to filmmakers like David Fincher to make Fight Club or Paul Thomas Anderson to make Magnolia or even Martin Scorsese bringing out The Dead, which is, uh, you know, one of his darkest and strangest films. No one would ever give money uh, to make these films today, I think. And what's interesting, I mean, we're still talking about the same studios, right? I mean, Hollywood hasn't changed that dramatically in the past 20 years. Was there more risk-taking back then, or what, what do you think the difference was? Well, I definitely think there was. I think the whole marketplace has kind of changed. So, I mean, in some ways, these movies get made probably for less money uh, and made in, in slightly different ways. Uh, the studios, though, I think have changed dramatically. I think I think yeah. in 1990, something like if four of the the top box office earners were franchises. Where if you look today, it's probably all franchises. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Back then, there was a lot more original writing, um, a lot more original content back in 1999. Well, there certainly was. I don't think there's any denying that. I mean, you know, even if you take the top box office movies, which are not necessarily the most critically acclaimed, you're right, they they were all originals. Like The Matrix. I mean, obviously we saw Matrix sequels that that were met with mixed reception, but it was such a unique and original movie in in so many ways, right? Oh, for sure. I mean, the original Matrix was kind of mind-blowing at the time. It was like this you know, action film where, you know, you left the cinema talking about it to everybody. I mean, it kind of just blew your mind. You were thinking about it all the time. When it, when you watch that kind of movie today, I, I think you go in, you're entertained, but I, I don't think you leave the cinema thinking <laughs> about much. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was really revolutionary uh, on that scale. It's kind of sad you don't see it so much today. It's interesting, too, because um, there were some franchises. Uh, Toy Story 2, I think, is one that maybe gets a pass because even, you know, within a franchise, uh, it was good filmmaking. It was an original story. Uh, so that that one, I think, gets a pass. And, of course, yeah. 1999 was also the year of <laughs> the first Star Wars prequel. Not anybody's favorite movie necessarily, but um, you know, just it shows how diverse the year was. Oh, no, for sure. I mean, um, you know, the studios were still making the kind of typical films they made, but then but then they were making films like Being John Malkovich, you know, uh, introducing us to a director like Spike Jones, written by Charlie Kaufman. And, yeah. you know, it, again, a very strange film. Uh, and you can't imagine someone uh, funny that today. Even Stanley Kubrick made his final film, Eyes Wide Shut, again, um, you know, uh, a strange film. You, you don't see this kind of stuff made today. No, you're right, you don't. So, as you mentioned, uh, some of these films you're going to be screening. Wh- which films did you select, and how, how did you make those decisions? Um, well, Cameron Bailey, uh, artistic director here at TIFF, and I, um, and, you know, we consulted with our team, too, and just kind of... Uh, just started naming off a lot of the films that, that we kind of remembered and loved uh, from that year. And then uh, I had to pare it down a little bit. Just, you know, you only have so much space. So obviously we're regrettably leaving off, uh, you know, uh, lots of other films that we love too. Um, but, you know, um, you know, we're starting out with a film, a French film by a French filmmaker called Claire Denis, uh, who's, uh, you know, had an extraordinary career since then. Uh, we include films like Fight Club. Um, Iron Giant, uh, which would be would have been a studio animated film, but uh, I think a really fascinating uh, studio animated film that is kind of dark subject matter in it too. Uh, everyone knows the Matrix and the Sixth Sense. Um, 
And then, um, yeah, some other foreign films, Peter Almodovar, uh, really his career launched in North America with All About My Mother. Um, you know, uh, the list kind of goes on Virgin Suicides, which would be Sofia Coppola's debut feature, yeah, uh, right. really announced her as a major talent. So, um, yeah. David Lynch actually made his probably his most normal film that year in The Straight Story. <laughs> so... Yeah, well, as you say, I mean, there, there's so many different narratives that come from that year. Uh, it's also uh, up at uh, TIFF.net, there's kind of a, a tournament, uh, a bracket here. So there's four different categories, uh, and it all comes down to uh, a winner, what the best film of 1999 was. So people can take part in that as well. Yeah, I mean, and everyone's going to have their pick too, right? Everyone's going to, we're ready for everyone coming and saying, you know, oh, you left off this great film. And you're probably right too, because some of our favorites we also, uh, you know, just couldn't fit in for some reasons. But, um, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of great films on this list. And, and uh, yeah, it's great to engage the audience too, just to kind of see uh, which films they think um, that we might have left out as well. I'd probably say Fight Club. To me, would if I had to pick the top movie from that year, I would say Fight Club. But it's there. There's some other contenders. That would be my choice. Do Do you have one that stands out to you? Uh, mine would probably be Beau the Claire Denis film, the French film. Um, that was a huge revelation. And, and it's funny that was one where I actually ended up seeing a few years later. I didn't actually see it in 1999. Um, but, you know, to me, uh, she's one of the major uh, directing talents in the world today. And um, and this film, there's really nothing like it. All right. Well, much more at uh, TIFF, T-I-F-F dot net. Brad, thanks so much for joining us here today. Appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. All right. That is uh, Brad Dean uh, with the Toronto International Film Festival. So if you happen to be in Toronto and you're a fan of 1999, opportunity to go see some of these movies in, in theaters. You know, you look at the list. There were a lot of influential movies movies that to varying degrees were were copied right the sixth sense was so influential when it came to to making scary movies and having twists and uh, m night Shyamalan was going to be you know the next big thing and obviously he's had a up and down career since then but that was so hugely influential how about the blair witch project came out that year and the idea idea of doing a movie really low budget Almost making it, you know, people wondering when it came out, is this real footage or what, what is this? That movie was hugely influential. I mean, The Matrix, obviously, was hugely influential. Fight Club. So in these um, categories they have, to boil it down to the best movie of 1999, it gives you a good idea of just how diverse the year was and how many big movies and original movies there were. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.